Maximum News is a political satire podcast. The views expressed by the hosts or guests do not necessarily represent the views of the network or our sponsors. Also, it's very hard to talk about people like Ted Cruz without saying lots and lots of swear words. So maybe don't listen with the small little children persons. Welcome to Maximum News, everybody. My name is Michael Zampino. And I'm TJ Clark. We start this week again back in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> um, as we are recording this episode, uh, we are watching history unfold as uh, State Rep Justin Jones has already been voted to be expelled from the House of Congress. Um, and Gloria Johnson and Justin Pearson, are uh, they are set to vote on expelling them as well. If you're unfamiliar with who these people are or why they're being voted to be expelled from their uh, elected seats in Congress, we had a shooting, another school shooting. I'm sure you're aware of that school shooting. Uh, there have been peaceful protests at the Capitol ever since, and these three lawmakers decided to take part in the peaceful protest with the people that voted them into office to represent them and the things that they want to have happen. When you vote for your representative, they're supposed to represent you and the things that you would like to see happen. The things that they're representing, the people that they're representing want to see gun laws changed. And therefore, they are doing their job by fighting for the people they represent and are doing so in a peaceful protest. And because of that, they were immediately removed from all of their committees, their uh, ID badges were immediately shut down, and within 24 hours, they're holding votes to expel them from Congress. And they were comparing the protest to an insurrection, right? Yes. The one said specifically, and I quote, um, what's happening is equivalent, at least equivalent, if not worse, than an insurrection in the Capitol. Yeah. If not worse. <laughs> not so worse. this peaceful protest is potentially worse than Jan 6. Where people died. Where people died. Where cops were, were killed. Where people died. And from what we've heard uh, watching this, too, like a lot of the protesters at the Tennessee one were literal children. <laughs> yes, these are, these are, these are a lot of, um, of middle schoolers and high schoolers who, who came out. Um, so actual children. Yeah. Uh, literal. It's like one of the reasons why they went out there. They said they were, they didn't, like these children were out there, like Yes, protesting, and, and these lawmakers were like, "We've got to like the go out there." If the kids can be out there, we have to be out there with them. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's one of the things they were doing. They had a, a megaphone, and they were like just answering questions, responding to people, and then just like showing support. Yes, and they're using a bullshit loophole that says that um, they broke rules of house decorum, <laughs> um, which you know obviously you can uh, you can make the arguments whether or not that is or is not a legitimate thing they could have brought forward. Um, whether or not they did or did not break rules of house decorum yeah. is not relevant because there is no way, shape, or form any chance on God's green earth that that is actually why this is happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And one of the things that they keep repeating, and I think it's incredibly important that they keep repeating loudly, is that the fact that these three lawmakers happen to be one of two women mm -hmm. and the two youngest black lawmakers yeah. is not a coincidence. Yeah. It is not a coincidence. It is not accidental. Also um, shocking that she's one of two. There's only two women two, in the Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, Tennessee is, uh, I mean, if you, wow. first of all, if you live in Tennessee and you voted for one of these three people, by the end of the day, you're going to be unrepresented. Yeah. You're going to be without representation. And yeah. the Tennessee state legislature, at least for our temporary time being, is going to be even further uh, one-sided yeah. than it already so it is. Very familiar to, similar to Oklahoma, right? It was like 
Oh, it's in 25 to 75 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the vote to expel was 72 to 25. Yeah. 72 people in the state house uh, in Tennessee thought that the NRA and the Tennessee Firearms Association and all the gun lobbies, uh, their opinion and their money is more important than democracy in the state of Tennessee. Yeah. First time anyone's been removed, a state lawmaker's been removed across the country for a First Amendment right, basically, right? Isn't that what they were they said. Specifically? Yeah, essentially, like, yes. This is yeah. they 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 are being expelled specifically for exercising their First Amendment right against the Second Amendment right. Yeah, which is just a real mind fuck of uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And look, if if you're gonna make me pick between the two, I'm taking one all day. I'm taking <laughs> oh, yeah. that First Amendment all day, every oh, yeah. day. That one that says we can Got all the good stuff in it. Yeah, yeah, especially the stuff about not establishing uh, religion. Yeah. That's my favorite part. That's my <laughs> oh, favorite yeah. part, and I like to We're remind people that of that shit. We're real bad at that. Oh, they love to forget yeah. that part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, I need to use my First Amendment right to force religion on people. And it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Read the second half of that shit. Yeah. Um, this is terrible. Uh, this is, I mean... Fuck, it's it's it's, heavy. Be, it's worse than terrible. Like, yeah, watch it. We've been watching it for um, an hour and a half or so, and it's just like it's heavy. It's heavy, but also like inspiring. Like by now, I'm sure there's lots of video out of these of the speeches that these yeah, lawmakers as, as you're listening, and some of the uh, yeah. talks giving to the press and stuff. These are impassioned, well spoken, just angry, yes. like a knowledgeable man. They Smart, just like, they eloquent. Yeah, there's so many cameras and microphones pointed at these guys right now, and 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 woman, and they are uh, mm-hmm. nailing it. <laughs> and this is going to be another situation where these short-sighted attempts to own the libs and drum up their base end up backfiring. Yeah. Because what you did is you expel, you're expelling these kids from the state House of Representatives just so that they can turn around and take your seats in the actual House of Congress. Yeah. Because if you think that these kids aren't going to come back and run for bigger seats, oh, yeah. you're out of your goddamn mind. Oh, yeah. Like there's three no three national like democratic stars were just created. Yeah, <laughs> like, and I don't I mean honestly, I haven't seen Gloria Johnson speak. I don't know if she's going to be uh, uh, propelled in the same way that these two Justins are. Yeah. <laughs> uh Justins Justins Jones and Pearson. Yeah. Uh the two Justins, these guys um are going I mean, and like oh, I said, man. I have not seen her speak yet. We're yeah. we're saying this as as these things yeah, are like still actually going. She's on the floor. She's like, on the floor defending herself right. as we're recording as this. we're recording yeah. this. She's literally on the floor defending herself. Um, but as far as the two times that we have seen Justin Jones and Justin Pearson speak today, um, it's powerful. It's a bad move on the Republicans' part because yeah. they're, like you said, they have just yeah. created new superstars in the Democratic Party. Yeah, I'm hearing the support when uh, Justin Jones was talking and like he, his his you um, hear like the, the his chamber. final yeah his yeah. Um, final remarks yeah. Like, and, I guess they were probably broadcasting it to the like, yes, lobby. They, or they had showed earlier that there was a TV in the lobby that yeah. the protesters were reacting to. And, like, man, it was so loud. You could hear them from the <laughs> microphones inside <laughs> that yeah. he was speaking. Everyone on, on that floor heard that, up. too. Yep. Yeah. And they, yep, they all heard that shit. They'll never hear cheers like that in their life. Not for them. Hell no. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Never. Um, and this is the same state. Um, where you had Marsha Blackburn and Bill Haggerty uh, vote to uh, <laughs> vote. Uh, I mean, so, you know, they, they voted uh, against the certification of the election uh, yeah. in 2020, Biden's election. Uh, yeah. So, you know, overturning the will of the people is nothing new to these these motherfuckers. Yeah, the day the actual uh, insurrection took place. Yeah, the yeah. day of the actual insurrection, they <laughs> voted to uh, not certify the election. Um, and this is this is worse. Yeah. Uh, for them, the, these these kids coming and and being uh, peacefully protesting is is worse than that, than that day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then uh, don't let let us not forget old Randy McNally. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. Randy McNally, yeah. who just recently uh, got in trouble for all his. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so surprise, surprise! Like, there's a lot of hypocrisy happening because there were several like uh, Tennessee House members who have like done some real shady shit who didn't even have like no there was no question yeah, like, they no, just let them stay yep, on. no committee yeah. removal no sense uh, nobody's been censured you might remember uh old randy mcnally they did an snl skit about it yeah not the maps guy <laughs> not not old rand mcnally this guy's maps are filled with 
Come. Hearts. <laughs> Come, young men and hearts and fire emojis. Oh, my God. That's uh, Randy McNally. So, I mean, I, I personally don't think, you know, I'm glad there was no hearing. If this dude's getting kicked off for, like, leaving homoerotic comments, like, yeah, no, that's he, bullshit, too. Like, yes, let this us guy's say, a piece of shit because he's a hypocrite and exactly, voted. Exactly, thank fucking you. fucking ban uh, drag shows or whatever, and then yes. he's... You, this guy deserves to be dragged for the hypocrisy of how he votes on LGBTQ issues, yeah. but while also being closeted. <laughs> Clearly, and yeah. Look, because you know goddamn well that even if this Republican had come out and said, look, I'm gay, I liked these posts, we would have defended the fuck out of him oh, if they would have tried to expel him. Yeah. Because that is wrong. Exactly. However, you know, if that, that being said, had he been voting for LGBTQ people yeah, and supporting no. them, and you yeah. know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, there are gay Republicans who support LGBTQ issues that are still railroaded by other Republicans, and we support them. We yeah. support those Republicans that are standing up for the LGBTQ community. They're fucking few and far between, and they yeah. need to get way louder. Like, this this guy is, like, such, like, the Republican psyche to me, because yes. here's a guy who, because at first he was like, I ain't gonna stop. Like, <laughs> he, he was like, I want to do what I want to do. If I want to leave heart emojis on a gay man's post, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Like, he first, he was like, no, I'm not going to do it. So if I like, want to acknowledge wait, wait, a nice tight butt. You'll stand up for your own rights to, like, do gay shit, but you you don't want drag queens reading uh, Correct. books. Correct. Yeah. Because that's so fuck grooming that guy, First of all, yeah. Yeah, fuck that 79-year-old prick. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been cool, Randy. I should have stuck with maps, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, they, but that and this Stick was only your jizzy um, maps. Um, there was, <laughs> your jizzy maps. There were some other ones. Like this guy uh, is just an idiot. Jizzy maps was not as good as uh, Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even close. Um, Jesus but yeah, anyway, there's, you know, there's been other. Uh, no surprise. These there's been other bad stuff from Republicans that had no no consequences, but. Uh, take place in a protest with children and they get kicked out. Yeah, I mean, it's the false equivalence that like that they they bring up to the January 6th insurrection that's yeah. one of the most infuriating things after the fact that they're actually voting these people out of their duly elected seats in Congress. These these people were elected by their constituents and they're being removed for for exercising their first amendment rights. I mean, and if you, if you, it's just another thing that shows you if you ever needed an example of how much more beholden they are to the gun lobby than to you, this is, this is it. I mean, because even, even Republicans support most of the gun laws that are being brought forth. Because let's be clear, what's being brought forth is not any sort of laws taking existing guns away. Yeah. An assault weapons ban would not take away your AR-15 if you already own one. That let's let's dispel that myth right now mm -hmm. because it's written into the law that those guns would be grandfathered in. Do I agree with it? No. But that's not relevant. <laughs> the point is is that there in is in none of these bills is there any language about taking existing guns from people yeah. unless you're talking about red flag laws, which those are overwhelmingly supported by even Republicans. Yeah. That says if you have evidence that someone is bad it's news well. and is, <laughs> yeah. yes, you should be able to take dangerous weaponry away from that person. Absolutely. I'm sorry, but yeah. you should. You know, and it goes back to uh, what John Stewart was saying to uh, when he was uh, destroying Nathan when he Dom. Was making Dom the sub, yeah. Yes, when, is that um, with rights come responsibilities, which is why <laughs> you have to register to vote, which is why you have to register your car, which is why you have to do all of these things. You know, you know, which is why they they regulate the airline industry, which is why they regulate all these things. Yeah. You know, uh, are regulated for the safety. Of people, yeah, it's something something that I've like I've I actually finally heard the comparison on I think it was Morning Joe, but I've been making this comparison for probably a decade, where I said I think three people died from lawn darts before they pulled them shits. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for real. I, years ago, I started bringing up lawn darts mm -hmm. because I remember as a kid getting lawn darts, and there were these like rubbery weighted 
like, yeah. uh, you know, things where, it, it, you know, it's just essentially like a, a shot put with a, yeah. with a handle on it, right? And I was like, oh, these are kind of boring. And then my grandmother telling me what long darts used to be and <laughs> me going, oh, fuck, they sold those? Yeah. I mean, look up what lawn darts used to be. Yeah. Like spears. Yes, they were literally <laughs> weighted spears that you would chuck into the air yeah. and hope no one ran underneath. Watch out, Granny. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I believe, and I, you know, I could be wrong, but I believe the number is three. I think only yeah. three people had to die before they were like, mm, lawn darts are not safe enough. You can't have your toy anymore. Yeah. I, th- I think I've heard a similar comparison is. Uh, the shoe bomber, right? Like the shoe bomber didn't successfully like set off a bomb, but yeah, we but still now make you people have, take off their now shoes. Now you got to like, take off your shoes, decades bitch. Decades later, we're still taking off our shoes. Yep, know? and I don't see you screaming and yelling about your foot amendment rights. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my second amendment says my feet stay in my shoes all time. <laughs> Trust me, you don't want me taking off these shoes. <laughs> they got guns in them. I mean, it's insane. It, it, the, the the idea that the you know, something that is that obviously causes far, 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 far more deaths than yeah. any of these other things, you know. But they get riled up about people speaking out against it. And just the idea of, of even potentially just making it a little bit harder to get one. Yeah. You know, like yeah. even saying, like, I'm not it's trying to take of. them away. I just <laughs> want it to be a little bit harder yeah. for fucking nut jobs to get one. We talked about this in, in last week's, like in Tulsa, the, the St. Francis shooter. He bought yes. that gun the day of. That day. When he was like s- mad at his doctor and then like went and bought the gun while steaming mad. Who and knows? Shot people. The next day, it is highly unlikely he would have still had that same motivation. Yeah. It's we, we highly unlikely. We get fucking 100%. And we cool off. 100%. That's all, yeah. So, yeah. So the idea, and, and uh, you know, this this idea of like, oh, the, the good guy with the gun and the bad guy with the gun and blah, 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 blah. Well, how do you know who's the bad guy with the gun yeah. if you have nothing put in place yeah. to to even be able to tell who has one? Yeah. You know, it's the permitless carry thing that really infuriates me the most. It's that thing that says... Doesn't matter if you're breathing, stick a gun in your pants and cover it up and it's fine. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. Permitless carry for whoever the fuck. Yeah. That's insane to yeah. me. It is just in walk around a fucking Walmart for 30 minutes and think of how many of those people you would feel comfortable with having guns. Nothing. <laughs> exactly. I already have anxiety. Exactly. Oh, they're like, oh, I want all these gun rights. I want all these gun rights. And it's like, you know how you 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 know how you feel about the people around you. I know that you know that there's people around you that you're like, oh, I hope that motherfucker doesn't have a gun. <laughs> but you're gonna vote to make sure that if they want one, they can have one, no questions asked. Yeah. I I, I the one the thing that never makes sense to me is most police forces are for gun control you know like absolutely they're like their job like, like they we they care about blue lives matters and they they wear like the blue flags on their their trucks but the thing they could do to actually help prevent cops from dying is put less guns on the street or help, they're not even they're not even or not help the cops do their job easier by being able to get more guns you always talk about getting guns off the street get the illegal guns off the street blah yeah. blah blah I mean, you're making it harder for the cops because there's just as... It's hard to tell who legally... Anyone can legally have Yeah, exactly. You're just muddy in the waters. You're just making it harder for for them to do their job. And that was also touched on in the Jon Stewart interview. Yeah. You know, you you say it's back the blue and, you know, it's all about funding the police until they indict Donald Trump and then it's defund. You know, defund the DOJ, defund the FBI. Wow. Yeah, just to pivot for for a moment, let's let's pivot on to that uh, little piece of news that that uh, Donald Trump, former President Donald Trump, has officially been arrested and arraigned uh, on the um, hush money payments to Stormy Daniels, Karen McDougal, and a doorman for a New York City building <laughs> that claimed that he had evidence that Trump had fathered a child out of wedlock. Now, since that happened. Uh, I believe it's only from the Trump camp, but they have said that information has since come out that says the doorman story was false. Uh I'm willing to bet there's more to that story. 
Yeah. If he's I listed dig, in the indictment. I like, want to dig more into that doorman story and find yeah. out who this this bastard child of Donald J. Trump yeah, is. Because I heard that a long time ago and like didn't hear much about it afterwards. But yeah. hearing about it again like in the indictment sounds uh-huh. like it's something. Yeah. I mean, if anything, even if the story wasn't true, how they paid him off was illegal. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. And, and is if, if it's not, why are they paying him off if it's not true, though? I don't get that either. Their, their argument was to keep Melania from finding out. Because hush money payments are not illegal. It's yeah. not illegal to pay someone to stay quiet about something to avoid embarrassment or being fired or whatever. Yeah. And there's a debate to be had about whether or not that should be illegal. Yeah. Uh, which I firmly believe it should be illegal yeah. to pay someone to stay quiet about bad things you did. <laughs> you shouldn't be allowed to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the point, you know, the point is, is that these payments were made to influence the election oh, yeah. and nothing else. Yeah. And that was made clear in the indictment because in the court transcripts, there is um, in among the messaging from uh, Trump and Michael Cohen and Alan uh, Weisselberg was conversation about delaying payment until after the election because <laughs> if he won, then he wouldn't have to pay or he could get out of paying. Well. So, it, I mean, it could not be any more black and white that yeah. their goal was to influence the election if they're saying, hey, if we wait till after the election, we might not even have to pay because the thing we're trying to keep it quiet for won't matter anymore. Yeah, because solid. why all of a sudden would it would it change that he would no longer care if Melania found out after the election? Yeah. Because his a lawyer said on TV that his defense was that the reason the payments were made was to keep Melania from finding out, to keep the family from embarrassment yeah. or whatever. That, that would have been forever, right? <laughs> like keep it quiet forever, not till after the election. Exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah. So the the that line in and of itself, right yeah, there, pretty much proves that the entire thing was to influence the election. And so everything he did, and uh, every payment he made, uh, every time, the the fact that Michael Cohen was paid four hundred and twenty thousand dollars total for this this work was so that they could influence the tax. They they um, they filed it as income for Michael Cohen, oh, uh, so that it would be taxed differently, <laughs> which is another crime. That is tax fraud. Yeah. That is New York State tax fraud. Yeah. So you have campaign violations, not campaign fine. And uh, all these people keep saying it can't be a campaign finance violation if it wasn't campaign finance funds. Yeah, that's partially true. What what? changes it is and the, the federal elections committee said that this was an election crime because even though the payments didn't come from campaign money the payments were made on behalf Intention. of yeah. the campaign yeah. to influence the campaign yeah. to help sway a campaign yeah that doesn't mean that means the money doesn't have to come from the campaign funds yeah you can use personal funds to influence a campaign and it's still illegal yeah. You cannot do that. So, and the thing that they're that so those things are why specifically these charges got bumped from misdemeanors to felonies. Nice. Because when you're doing those falsification of business records just to falsify the business records, uh, you know, for whatever reason, that's a misdemeanor. But if you're doing that to cover up a secondary crime, <laughs> that's a felony. Like and, in a Know what happened in Breaking Bad? <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, I mean, probably. I don't remember specifically, but yeah, I mean, I remember like there was like she was cooking the books for. Uh, oh no, never mind. I, I'm I'm wrong. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry to spoil a Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> There's cooking books involved and math. <laughs> yeah. They cook books and math. Yeah. Uh, but I threw a slide. Go ahead. It's okay. Sorry. <laughs> but this, you know. Uh, Anyway, that's that's why if anybody if anybody's like, oh, they they really re- had to reach to to bump it up to a felony, they really didn't. No. They really didn't. And yeah. New York state law specifically says that they do not have to specify what the other crimes are in the indictment when saying that these payments were made to further another crime. And there's a reason for that too. There's a reason why you would not put that in there because that 
could be part of another open investigation. Oh, yeah. And if those crimes are being investigated by another, by the DOJ, by Jack Smith, yeah. um, or still by the SDNY, uh, you know, if there's still another investigation about those other crimes, yeah. you can't mention it because then you're, uh, you're, you're potentially, um, uh, you know, yeah, leaking information or, or yeah, yeah. You're, you're potentially, uh, uh, fucking up your other case. Yeah. You know, um, and so that's why it is specifically said in black and white writing that that is not required. So all those people that are yelling and screaming about how, oh, they're saying it's because of other crimes, but they won't say what they are. <laughs> therefore, it's bullshit. Yeah. No, no, that's not why. It's because most likely those crimes are still under investigation. Mm -hmm. That's my my uh, theory. I, I saw a, a couple of headlines today. There was other like in, in some of his other court cases, there was some movement, right? Like. I know, oh, that, well, I know Pence said he'll testify. So Pence said he's not gonna uh, he's not gonna appeal the judge's ruling. Yeah. So the federal judge ruled that he can't fight um, the subpoena. That he may be able to get away with not speaking about the time in which he was actually running the Senate that day. Those couple of hours. Yeah. He might be able to avoid talking about those couple of hours. Mm. Everything on either side of it, though. Open fucking season, and Mike <laughs> yeah. Pence knows he has no case, so yeah. he, he said he's not going to fight it. That's exciting. So the real question will be once he gets there, you know, is he pleading the fifth or oh, is he going to flip? Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's going to be the case with all of these guys. Um, from what I understand, Evan Corcoran already went in in the Mar-a-Lago case. Yeah. Um, and I have not heard that he pled the fifth, which we definitely would have heard yeah. already, which leads me to believe that he has given information yeah. on that case, um, which is huge because, you know, they just found out that after the subpoena came down, uh, there's information coming out that Trump personally rifled through all the boxes to pull out shit that he wanted. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So after yeah. the subpoena came down, Trump personally was like, let me go through here and take out all the shit I want before yeah. you give these that's back. That's what I heard about that case this week is they had some hardcore evidence that he like obstructed justice. Yes. Yeah. I believe if they don't have it on video, they have several corroborating witnesses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and I imagine one of those is Evan Corcoran. Yeah. I mean, con considering that he came in this week and we're finding this all out this week, you know, yeah. and, and that it hasn't come out that he pled the fifth. I'm willing to bet that he gave up that information. Um, I'm also, I've also for a while been thinking that Jared's been feeding them info. Oh yeah. Uh, I think Jared and Ivanka are feeding them info yeah. on the side. Yeah. Uh, Cause they're terrified Saving of going himself. to prison. Yeah. Uh, Save yourselves. Yeah, meanwhile, Jared's still getting more fucking money from, from the so, UAE. So, oh yeah. <clears throat> oh man. And things are getting wild over there too. I know. That's fucked up. Um, yeah. It's been a wild week, man. It really has been a wild week. Uh, next week, uh, next week, the E. Jean Carroll rape case starts, um, which Trump might have to testify in that case. Wow. Um, and then the week after that, the Dominion lawsuit goes forward in mm. which they might get Rupert Murdoch on the stand. So it'll yeah. be another week of hearing all the people on Fox talk about how they hate <laughs> Trump and how he's a piece of shit uh, yeah. and how stupid he is. And, uh, so, and then, uh, and then I think the week after that, there's something else. And then, um, people are, uh, I believe it was, uh, Lawrence O'Donnell was saying that, um, a lot of the people he is talking to say that, excuse me, um, that, uh, either Jack Smith or Fonnie Willis. I think it's maybe even Jack Smith, but charges could be coming from those cases as soon as the first week of May. So it's going to be a rough spring for old uh, Meatball Don. <laughs> Meatball Don. Yeah. My other, here's the other funny thing, and something that I had to ask about. So one of Trump's big, um, like things that he sort of bolsters himself up with is how rich he is. Yeah. You know, it's always about how I'm such a rich guy. I'm a billionaire. I've got all this money. I'm so good at business that I'm just flush with cash. Yeah. Just fucking so rich, right? Gold toilets, baby. Yet the motherfucker cannot stop fundraising. <laughs> yeah. It's always, oh, they're bleeding me dry. The fucking oh, fake mugshots. This motherfucker had his lawyers specifically ask that he not be mugshotted because, quote, he has one of the most recognizable faces on the planet. <laughs> they allowed him to not be mugshotted. And before the arraignment happened, <laughs> before. 
before he was in court. Yeah. They had shirts on his site with a fake mug shot. <laughs> Trying to raise money, selling those bitches for like almost fifty fucking dollars. I feel like the the real reason he didn't want his photo taken, like a real mugshot taken, is because he wouldn't own the rights to it. He wouldn't be able to sell shirts. Like everyone, anyone would be able to sell shirts. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah. You're like, probably he didn't right. He not care about his fucking reputation anymore. You know, he just like, wanted he, to be able to sell it. It wouldn't be money. It's money. Yeah. It's always he money. He wanted the rights to it. It's all it's been a grift from the fucking beginning. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't. I just want, I just hope that I can be there in 10 years or so to see at least one or two people sort of have to come to grips <laughs> with the fact that they tied their horse to the worst possible <laughs> fucking shithead. I, uh, I read a tweet this, this week. It was kind of about things in general, but it really speaks to what we're saying right now. And the tweet said, um, this is not an exact quote, but it was like, uh, we're behaving in ways so weird only historians will truly be able to like only historians will truly understand oh my god you know, like, yeah. we can't even explain like there's so much weird shit going on right now like we don't even have the words for it but like decades from now like some historians going to nail exactly why we're all acting this way yeah yep <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I, I think the same thing about some of these guys like like these guys are like they're the fucking future villains of movies. Like it's like the same thing with like the civil rights movies and other movies where there's always like the shit. And you're like these guys existed. These guys were oh, yeah. in office. Like that's happening now. Like history is not going to be kind on any no. of these motherfuckers. Nope. Nope. And I hope it's... they don't give a shit. Really. You know. No, they, they don't, don't because no, their their pockets have already been lined. They're already in their big fucking houses. They live in their bubble. Yeah. It's all about them and their their kids and that's it. They don't give a fuck about anybody else. And that's okay with them. Yeah. They're fine with that. Uh, I can't be that way. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I can't not care about your family as much as I care about my family. Mm. You know? Yeah. Fuck those guys, man. It's pretty wild. <laughs> uh, oh, did you see old Marjorie Taylor Greene get uh, get yelled out of her uh, her little protest in uh, New York? No. She, uh, yeah, there was uh, just down the road from the courthouse, there was a park, and she had said that she was going to be there to protest. Uh, she pulled up, got out, got on her bullhorn, um, tried to yell for about five minutes, <laughs> Um, was so drowned out by the counter protesters <laughs> that she then immediately left. Beautiful. She was there for about 15 minutes <laughs> total. Nice. That's beautiful. Uh, so, yeah, really showing her support for, for old Donnie. Yeah. Uh, George Santos showed up. Oh, my God. George Santos showed up. Um, and when asked, uh, why, when asked why, given all of the things he has going on <laughs> with his own investigations and everything, yeah. why he would be there supporting uh, Donald Trump, to which he answered, because I can. All right. Honestly, respect. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that it wasn't some like bullshit convolute just because yeah. I can like, was almost refreshing. Do what I want, obviously. Yeah, it was, it was if almost, you haven't heard by now, I do what I want. Yeah, I also do things that I didn't really do. <laughs> uh, uh, Jordan Klepper was there. I do what I want. I also do what I didn't do. Exactly. Yeah. I also do things I didn't do. Uh, Jordan Klepper was there um, and actually got right the fuck next to him and was asking him questions. Um, uh, was asking him like very smart, like questions about like, do you think this is uh potentially the dismantling blah, blah, blah. And, and then, he, and then he would go, tell us about your volleyball career. <laughs> we need to know. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, so good. I love Jordan Klepper. I, I, I love, uh, I love those ballsy man on the street, uh, interviews. Um, yeah, those are fun to watch. If you've ever done a man on the street thing for anything, it's a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> yeah. And oh, uh, yeah. Just getting people to, I mean, in the news, we deal with it all the time. And for those sure. Are just like legit man on the street yeah. thoughts. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. I mean, I did one for a Mazio's commercial that never aired, and it was a chore. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, it was, do you say Mazio's or Mazio's? Was Were the, you the person asking the question? Yes. Oh, yes, okay. I was. Uh, it never aired. Fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, so it was definitely worth sweating my 
take off <laughs> at the, in the fucking middle of the summer at a driller's game for that. Oh, man. Yeah. That's beautiful, though. Uh, yeah, it was it was fun at times, but there were other times where I was like, boy, I hope this fucking pays off. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, it did not. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, but um, I lost my train of thought. It's <laughs> <laughs> cool, man. It's been a oh man, talking about like a a man, man man on the streets like I love uh, I love Jordan Klepper and I love oh, yeah. um um what is it they're called uh, the the good liars uh, those guys do good work mm. um, there's a few of them uh, you know these um, these unassuming white guys that sort of use their uh, incognito uh, white faces to yeah, to, to sort of get into these places and get yeah. people to talk to them yeah. honestly that's the only reason why these people open up in the beginning is because you know most of them are like oh this guy's on my side totally i could totally talk to him he's probably from newsmax yeah like if i if i showed up one of those places without my pink glasses and i just had my fat belly and my beard i'm sure they i could get some people oh yeah to say some you can get them to talk to you now, now me on the other me all the time. They would look the, the second they see my mustache. They're like, get this <laughs> fucking hipster out of here. Uh, which is so funny because so many of them are also rocking the ironic mustache. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mine is not ironic, though. <laughs> I don't think. It just has purpose. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not mustache sure. with purpose. <laughs> it looks great. Thank you. I love it. I've, I've grown quite attached. Um, oh, also, I almost fucking forgot about the favorite my my favorite part of the Marjorie Taylor Greene story. So um, after she was screamed out of the protest, <laughs> uh, she got in an SUV and uh, gave a couple of brief interviews. Uh, one to uh, Garrett Hake uh, from MSNBC, and uh, one to another fucking right wing douche nozzle. Um, there might have been others, but the two I saw were those. And um, she was talking about comparing Trump to all the other famous great people who've been arrested before. Oh, my God. Uh, like Jesus. Oh, Jesus God. was arrested. Oh, God. And persecuted. Yeah. You know. I mean, Trump's new Jesus, right? Jesus. Yeah. Jesus! I uh, <laughs> I kind of, I, I got lost in a, a thought for a second, and I... I should share it because it's... Please. I think, what if uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene turns out this whole time is a Banksy art installation? Honestly, I it would be... It's like Banksy's like, he's like a commentary on American politics. <laughs> like what Honestly, if-, <laughs> if that was the case, I would assassinate Banksy because he's done actual damage. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah I'd be like, it would be funny... I would be like, I started to say I would be impressed, you know, and it would yeah. be amazing. Yeah. But then I'm like, no, no, no. Actual real damage has That's been done. True. So like, now fuck it's, you, Banksy. It's not yeah. funny. I'm going to rip all your paintings apart. Yeah. And you personally, <laughs> yeah. I will find you. Okay. Maybe what, maybe like an improv everywhere gone incredibly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I couldn't uncommit from the bit. Yeah. I just keep yes. Anding. Oh man. Someone needs to know, but <laughs> The anti uh, yes and mm, um, oh let's dip into the uh, the Clarence Thomas news oh yeah so this broke uh, today holy also. shit um, so uh, which I oh go away you sorry my computer's being weird that's what so, they do uh, ProPublica which is um, a great publication and their whole thing is um, looking for like. Corruption in power, right? Actual investigative journalism. Yeah, and they have done um, amazing. And the whole, everything about this. The they pro- go deep. These the, guys actually oh, yeah. investigate. True investigating reporter. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, I read they they interviewed, like, some of this, like, takes place at a resort. They interviewed, like, a scuba trainer at the resort mm-hmm. to, like, put people to dates and faces to dates and all this stuff. Like, they talk to, like, do a their secret work. society. Like, the... Uh, like all exclusive male retreat known as Bohemian Grove. They had people like snitching, like members of Bohemian Grove. They like talked to them. Like these guys did some deep ass, like they got sources. They did some like hardcore investigating. It's very impressive. And then they like displayed it out on their website on this whole like animated. I love when like uh, newspapers and publications do this whole like visual display. And they've got pictures like of of Clarence Tom. Anyway, before I get, <laughs> let's just yeah, go yeah. over. So basically, um, there was a great summary here. Let's see if we can read it. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Let's read this. This is, again, from ProPublica. 
for more so, than two. Well, I was going to say before you get into that, I was, it, it's gen, it's going to just call this person Crow. Oh yeah. The person they're referring to is uh, Republican mega donor Harlan Crow. Yeah. Dallas, uh, so if you don't know who he is, um, just Google him. Dallas-based businessman is yes. what they call him. Yeah. Uh, so for more than two decades, Thomas has accepted luxury trips virtually every year from the Dallas businessman without disclosing them. Documents and interviews show a public servant who has a salary of two hundred eighty-five thousand dollars. He has vacationed on Crow's super yacht around the globe. He flies on Crow's Bombardier uh, Global 5000 jet. He's gone with Crow to the Bohemian Grove, the exclusive California all-male retreat. Talk about some um, homoerotic... <laughs> some Republicans know. doing homoerotic yeah. shit. Uh, and to Crow's sprawling ranch in East Texas. And Thomas uh, typically spends about a week every summer at Crow's private Resort in the how do we say that Zampino uh, Adirondacks <laughs> Adirondacks. So um, they said the extent and frequency of Crow's apparent gifts to Thomas have no known precedent in the modern history of the U.S. Supreme Court. These trips appeared nowhere on Thomas's financial disclosures. His failure to report the flights appeared to violate a law passed after Watergate that requires justices, judges, and members of Congress and federal officials to disclose most gifts. To ethic law, oh, that's what to ethic law is supposed to say. He also should have disclosed his trips on the yacht, but he, uh, he, <laughs> Thomas did not respond to a detailed list of questions. Um, but the Crow guy did admit, basically he's like, we're friends. This is how I treat my personal friends. But the concern here is that no one knows who was on these trips that he went with, you know, like no one knows who had access to a Supreme Court justice <laughs> Yeah, and, alone and, for hours in seclusion. And and also, if you don't know, like the Supreme Court, they police themselves. Like, there's no mm-hmm. real true oversight. Like, no investigation will ever happen nope. unless the Supreme Court Justice, Justice Roberts. Now, now the, the Judiciary Committee, the Ethics Committee, they, they can investigate. Yeah. They can investigate and they can come up with um, suggestions. Uh, however, the only person that could actually do anything is Roberts. Yeah. And then, like, you know, basically, like, he is just balls to the wall, like, taking gifts from this buddy of his. And, like, now they're personal friends because, sure, you know, you got a Supreme Court in your back pocket. Like, you're going to make sure he's your bestie. I mean, listen, if you're just, <laughs> if you're just like shoveling money at me for 20 years, I'm probably going to be your bud. There's a painting, like they said, if you go to Crow's, one of his mansions, I imagine. Um, there's a painting of him and Clarence Thomas, just like what? yeah, and like there's a painting of them of their buds just hanging out, like giant and like this is a guy is like a family member, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, and he's just he just gives them money and like he claims he has it. We're just friends. He's never none of like you know he's never had a case in front of of Clarence, you know and. But like again, no one knows. Yeah, who but that else doesn't. Was on these trips. Yeah, that doesn't mean he can't be influencing how he votes on other cases. Yeah. And that make, he might just have opinions on. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, and these guys they have lifelong appointments, as we all know. Hate and hate they're it. they're supposed to <laughs> they're supposed to be nonpartisan, and we know that they they lean a certain way, right? Yeah, everyone knows that. Yeah, but come on, but they're still like and they, they a lot of. What I respect about Supreme Court justices is it does appear sometimes, no matter which way they lean, they do have a respect for the court itself. Like they get appointed and they realize, oh, this is I'm a fucking Supreme Court justice now. Like I can't go dicking around. Yeah, yeah. And they and they do right, and then they they disclose their 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 connections and documents every year. Meanwhile, Clarence Thomas is just like, this is my playground. I'm doing whatever. I've been getting away with shit since the '90s. I'm gonna stop now. Look. They didn't give a fuck when I put the pube on the coat can. <laughs> yeah. Look that shit up if you don't remember that motherfucking yeah. story. Not to mention just uh, all the shadiness with uh, Jenny, his wife. Yes, and like the literal text oh, she just, sent on January sixth. Yeah, it and just the actual well, like it just came out <laughs> that that she uh, uh, accepted uh, over six hundred thousand dollars from yeah. a very shady source. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, Ginny Thomas is as fucking compromised as it comes. Oh, yeah. Uh, the fact that that she's an insurrectionist, like she was 100%. Yes, she actually was involved with the organization of January 6th. Yeah, she's terrifying. Yes, it's I would be scared of her too if I was Clarence. I know, right? Like, like that's what, like, I don't think he's a Supreme Court. I think (laughs) Ginny Thomas is a Supreme Court justice, man. Yeah. 
She is mean. She looks like the teacher that everyone hates. <laughs> that teacher that everyone was like, fucking Miss Thomas is the worst, man. She's so goddamn mean. What was that 80s movie? Isn't there like a principal who gets like possessed by like a demon or something? And he has like, uh, and there, anyway, she looks like she's got a demon inside of her. Oh, like, I was yeah. like, are you thinking of the principal of Ferris Bueller in, in Howard the Duck when he gets possessed? <laughs> I mean, I think I am because I wanted to say Ferris Bueller, but I'm like, there was no possessions yeah, in no, Ferris Bueller. But it was Jeffrey Jones. That's exactly what I was thinking. In about. Howard the Duck. Yes. I love that movie. Fuck yes, Santino. That's great. I'm they, glad you knew what I was talking about. I did somehow. I immediately was like, oh, he's thinking <laughs> yeah, of Jeffrey Jones. Like mixing my teeth. <laughs> Getting possessed yeah. by the interdimensional space demon yes, in Howard the Duck. That is exactly it. Anyway, that's Jenny Thomas to me. <laughs> now I'm just thinking of Leah Thompson in that movie. Oh, yeah. And, and Howard the Duck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a huge fan of that movie. I love that movie. I think movie. I've heard you talk about it before. She's a big reason why. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it at a very formative time in my oh, in my life, yeah, TJ. That makes a difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. For sure. Same with The Legend of Billie Jean. If you've never seen that movie, it's a deep <laughs> fucking cut. <laughs> and have her in it also? Uh, no, it's uh, Helen Slater was in that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Helen and Christian Slater, who are not brother and sister, but look like they could be and played brother and sister in the film. Wow. I know. It's wild. I, wild. For years, I thought they were actually brother and sister because we didn't have the internet. And it was just like, <laughs> yeah. like deducing like, well, both <laughs> yeah, of their last names believe. are Slater and yeah. they were brother and sister in the movie. So they're clearly brother oh, yeah. and sister in real life. These are like the Cusacks. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they are. The Slaters and what the Cusacks. What was the Cusacks, name of the movie? Uh, the Legend of Billie Jean. Wow. See, I was a huge Christian Slater fan back in the day. I don't remember seeing that. Oh, this is the movie where uh, someone stole his scooter, uh, and then they go to get it back, and uh, the guys break the scooter instead of giving it back, and then they go to the guy's dad to get the money, like, hey, <laughs> your son broke our scooter, give me the money. And then the dad's like, all right, I'll give you the money, uh, but first I'm going to try and rape you. Uh-huh. Jesus, and so, wow. Yep. Why am I laughing? <laughs> so then she shoots his ass. Oh, my. And then they wow. go, yeah. Uh, he doesn't die, but he, she shoots him, and then they go on the run, uh, and it's like, uh, uh, it's a fucking cool movie. It's like... Uh, <laughs> Sounds intense. Yeah. Uh, Pat Benatar's uh, uh, Invincible is played throughout that movie, right. and I love it. <laughs> Was this like after Gleaming the Cube, kind of like that era? I think it might have been before oh, Gleaming the Cube. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, because this baby, he's baby. pretty young in yeah, that movie. okay, all right. It might have been before. Gleaming the Cube fucking rules, too. <laughs> We're just talking about yeah. movies for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah. Gleaming the Cube fucking rules, too. If you've never seen that movie. It's, hey, man, uh, it's been a heavy politics My, my adopted Vietnamese like brother got murdered, and now I'm going to skateboard my way to, <laughs> to justice. <laughs> yes. God, plots to 80s movies are so, so fucking great. wild. Yeah. I know. That's why they keep redoing them, because they're like, we can't come up with anything better <laughs> yeah. than that. Fucking find any 80s movie. Let's redo it. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, let's see. There, the we're looking over. It looks like they're still debating uh, about Gloria Johnson. Um, look, I mean, let's not let's not pretend like they're only going to expel the one. Yeah, uh, it's expected. going back to this Tennessee story. They're going to expel all three of these. Uh, yeah, these House members. And, and there'll be more. It sounds like there's going to be some litigation. Well, there obviously was some rights. Right, and uh, you know, uh, Justin <laughs> Jones said that he's going to have his legal team looking into yeah. the constitutionality of of this expulsion. It feels very unconstitutional. Yeah. I, I mean, if it's not clearly unconstitutional, it should be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't be definitely... if we saw these people walking back on the floor at some point, maybe in some capacity, somewhere. I hope it's uh, as. Uh, in the actual uh, House of Congress, <laughs> the, and then DC, they can yeah. hold their own state reps. Uh, to, oh man, yeah, yeah, that would be something else. Yeah, and you know, we said it like just governor, seeing these two run for governor of Tennessee. That would be fucking great. Yeah. Just seeing these two guys speak. I mean, there's no way that these Republicans haven't just shot themselves in the foot by propelling <laughs> yeah. two yeah. incredibly eloquent and well-spoken, smart. Uh, legislatures and, and or legislators and and given them a, a giant national platform to you know like the idea of like we kept thinking like oh man Democrats like who who's our future you know who's yeah. our future like there's uh, not a lot of like not a you know, ton we, of sparks we've got our AOC we've mm-hmm. got you know we've got a, a a few of these people and and just as if it was like as if they heard us they were like oh you need new superstars. Yeah. Let us give them to you on a silver platter <laughs> in an attempt to yeah. own the libs. We're going to um, basically give you uh, ammunition. 
Yeah. Um, which I wanted, this is a, a perfect time to point out to our Oklahoma listeners, especially um, what's happening to these Tennessee uh, floor representatives. Not to the same extreme, but very similar things happened to an Oklahoma representative, mm-hmm. uh, Maury Turner, who uh, is a representative from the Oklahoma City area, I believe. I think that's correct. Um, they were like censored and like stripped from committees. They're the state's only um, trans identifying member. They're our, our first non binary like yeah. congressperson, and they were censored for also participating somewhat. In a protest at the Capitol. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's essentially um, uh, don't don't tread on our First Amendment rights uh, ever if we're out there railing against vaccines or you know mask mandates or uh, <laughs> yeah. CRT uh, uh, or or uh, the insurrection, uh, not yeah. wanting to uh, have Joe Biden's. You know, uh, all of this, but when anybody else exercises their First Amendment rights for, say, gun laws or yeah. LGBTQ trans, rights, rights, trans rights, trans yeah. rights any of these uh, reproductive rights, yeah. um, education rights, health care, uh, yeah. then, then all of a sudden Things the First Amendment just all of a sudden is super inconvenient yeah. and, and it doesn't matter anymore and it goes right the fuck out the window. Yeah. But I, I personally am sick and tired of the Second Amendment taking precedent over the First Amendment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I'm getting to the point where I'm, you know, turning into the very militant, you know what? Fuck them. Take all their guns away. Yeah. And you know what? You did that, motherfuckers. You, you, none of these laws were about taking any guns away. But now, you know, just like the lawn darts, you fuck up often enough and you <laughs> yes. don't get to have your toy anymore. Yeah. Because here's the thing is that these motherfuckers at the end of the day, it's that they don't want you to take away their toy. Mm-hmm. You know, what other reason is it so fucking important for them to have it other than they think it's cool? I think they're a lot of them. It's, it's fear too. They just fear weird shit. Absolutely. They think everyone's trying to fucking get them because yeah. that's all they've ever been told by Fox news and yeah. Newsmax and OAN is that everyone's out to get them. All these liberal tree huggers and snowflakes are out to get you. You need to arm <laughs> yourselves to the teeth from yeah. all of these fucking hippies. Like really? What are you so for? What's coming for you that there you was, need to be so heavily armed? There was a meme and it's kind of, uh, an old joke at this point, but this one hit so hard. It was sent to our group chat, and it was like the Kid Rock <laughs> as a as a blimp, or the blimp was saying like um, you know something about snowflakes, you mm-hmm. know, and then uh, the the crashing blimp was Kid Rock being like my, my beer label. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's another one we haven't even touched on. Kid Rock is big, big mad that Bud Light put fucking rainbows on their beer cans. Yeah, uh, and then uh, meanwhile. Uh, I saw a uh, tweet that was like, uh, it showed a press release from, uh, well, at first it showed the Bud Light cans and it was like, MAGA, fuck that, we're going to Coors. And then Coors, (laughs) the fuck you are. And then it just showed a press release about them standing with LGBTQ community. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Also, spoiler alert, you dumb rednecks, um, Coors and Bud Light, owned by the same people. (laughs) Anheuser-Busch Corporation. (laughs) Capitalism, y'all. You did this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Didn't Anheuser-Busch buy Coors? I think so. That seems right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they own most of the beer. Yeah. And they're all like, it's all, everything's one company now, right? Doesn't pretty Am- much. Amazon own everything at this point? Yeah. Jeff Bezos's uh, Anheuser-Busch Corporation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Now I'm going to get ads for fucking beer on my <laughs> Facebook. Oh, no. um, <laughs> I saw, I, uh, real quick, I saw Pete Holmes in uh, Dallas. Oh, yeah. And I don't think I'm spoiling anything. He does this bit and he it for like five minutes not five it felt like five minutes he was just like i want to buy a big dildo i want to buy a big huge dildo and then he was like <laughs> Shh, everyone be quiet i want to buy a huge big dildo and he just kept saying it and he was like you guys enjoy those ads from, for the next few weeks yeah it was really great was oh really man <laughs> fucked up part is it will work Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crystal. Oh, no, she didn't get ads for that, but she's been getting ads for another bit that he does um, about like incontinence and, and uh, urine. <laughs> so, like, it's been really fun. Here's yeah. some diapers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's really funny. Yeah. Oh, um, well, you uh, any, uh, did you have an album suggestion this week? 
Oh, an album sick. Can I, uh, <laughs> you go. You go. Okay. Oh, do you have one? Are you ready? Uh, nope, but we'll cut out the dead noise. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can I point out one one more news thing real quick? Yes, please. Oh, yeah, yeah. This also I read today, and this feels... Thank you. I actually almost forgot about this story, yeah. so thank you for we, remembering. We were, we're talking about the Supreme Court, and uh, I meant to lead into it then, but we started... <laughs> so I don't know what we were talking about, but it was great. <laughs> but um, so the Supreme Court uh, ruled... This is the headline from the New York Times. Supreme Court rules for transgender girl in school uh, sports dispute. So basically a student... Um, a girl on the track team in uh, West Virginia Middle School uh, wanted to compete. Uh, of course, West Virginia has passed similar laws to other red states where um, athletes have to compete on teams of their birth gender. And then, um, anyway, so there was, there was like courts, you know, they, so like there's, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? An appeal. Yes. So there was an appeal, and the, the court ruled that. Um, while the case was being tried, that the girl was still allowed to play. Well, West Virginia was like fucking mad about it, mm-hmm. so they of course to the Supreme Court like an emergency. They're like, "Hey, can you vote on this so this kid can't play on this team?" And um, surprisingly, the Supreme Court was like, "No, no, the the other court stands. Like what they did was fine." So the student gets to continue playing at least while it goes through the appeals process. Correct? Yeah. But I did say that um, uh, it's a good sign that the Supreme Court does not want to get into another social battle right now, right? Right. Like, this is a sign that they're not going to just straight up, like, vote against trans rights every time, that they do reckon. They're, like, reading the room a tiny bit. <laughs> right. But, of course, there was two dissenting voices. No surprise, Alito and Thomas. <laughs> um, they spoke out against it. You know, it's... It's the lifelong appointments of, of well, anybody really. Like if, if, if Congress had lifelong appointments, it would, it would lead to the same thing. But lifelong Supreme Court justice assignments uh, will really lead you to um, rooting for death. <laughs> yeah. You know, Sadly. on both sides. You had motherfuckers rooting for uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg to die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they knew they were going to get their third. Yeah. Their third. Yeah. Guys, their third. Supreme Court justice sat in one presidency. Yeah. Three. Three seated in one presidency. They shouldn't have had the first one, though. No, that, they never so should have had up. the first one. Yeah. Merrick Garland should be sitting there right he now being be. that fourth voice. He's doing a great job, though. He, I hope he's doing an okay job, right? No, he's here's the thing. Doing, I think he's doing good of like recusing himself from the right things. I have been impressed with that. He seems to know when to like, you know what? I'm gonna step out of this because this could be political. I think he could be a little bit more vocal on his reasoning for those things as yeah. far as like, you know, not giving them so much room to speculate. Yeah. Uh coming out and being a little bit more forceful That's on true. things like I'm always um, done with transparency. Yeah, like things like uh, you know, you know, listen, we haven't taken certain steps because this is going on. Yeah. You know, because Jack Smith is yeah. doing this yeah you know why would we bring this case when we've brought forth a special prosecutor for that purpose yeah you know the the fact that that so it's essentially you've got progressives that are like he took too long he didn't do anything fast enough and there's a fair argument for some of that yeah but then on the same count if he would have brought it you would have just given ammunition for the other side to say it was you know it's not that they're not going to do it either fucking way because they're going to say it's political and yeah. you know and that it's that's bullshit. But the second you let Merrick Garland bring those charges, then you know it's re- retaliation for not getting yeah. seated yeah. and blah 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 blah. So yeah. the fact that he did bring in a special, he you know, I mean, and I believe he said it in the press conference announcing Jack Smith was that it was almost impossible for him not to do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was basically yeah. like, I have no choice but to bring a special prosecutor into this so that it has uh, a level of uh, independence. Yeah. Once again, he, he has that judgment that Supreme Court justices should have that yeah. we want Clarence Thomas to have where he's like, you know what? This is this is weird. I should probably step out of this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and another thing that I wanted to uh, just briefly touch back on about the, uh, the, the, the current Trump case, too, is that let's not forget that when Michael Cohen pled guilty and was convicted of the crimes involved with this, uh, that was under Trump's Justice Department. 
Mm. Uh, That was under Trump's um, um, presidency, under his administration, uh, that he was allowed to plead guilty and uh, be convicted of those crimes. So the fact that they're saying that now all of a sudden it's political and uh, a hit job and whatever, um, and they're saying, oh, it's because it's, you know, they're they're saying Biden's funding it and blah, 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 blah. So if that's the rationale, if if it can be corrupted because Biden was funding it, well, then couldn't Trump have stopped Michael Cohen from being convicted in 2018? (laughs) Yeah. Believe you could have. <laughs> uh, anyways, so we'll yeah. we'll wrap on that. Uh, we'll get back with you next week uh, as we uh, hopefully we'll see a little bit more uh, of the the aftermath of the uh, expulsion of these three house reps in Tennessee uh, because there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be repercussions um, if not within the next week or so long term uh, when these uh, when these kids. Yeah, win bigger seats. Oh yeah, because uh, it's gonna happen now. Yeah, yeah. Keep it, keep an eye on that, and I think it's gonna happen more across the country too. Where, yep. uh, especially seats where like Oklahoma, where there's a huge majority, a super majority. Yeah, they're gonna they they know that they won't get outvoted in things like this, so they know they can do it with little yeah. or no, you know, like any dissenting voice is gonna yeah. be squeezed. They out. know that if there are repercussions, it won't be immediate. They're gonna have their their time to fucking sit in the limelight of having owned the libs or whatever. Yeah. Um, but sadly, we're a state where I don't even know if if we could get behind. Uh, uh, someone like a, a Justin Jones, and uh, yeah. and vote them into a bigger seat. Uh, yeah. Because there's one thing about Oklahoma Democrats, uh, you don't show the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I'm yelling yeah. at you. Yeah. you, 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 the Democratic voter that didn't vote in the last election. I'm yelling at you. There's more of us than you realize. And if we actually showed the fuck up like mad Republicans do, we wouldn't be in this fucking situation where it's so deeply one-sided. More of a fight, for sure. Absolutely. It's so many Democrats in Oklahoma have just taken the, the, the position of, well, fuck it, they will never win. Yeah. You know, we'll never win, so why bother? Fuck that. I'm sorry. I don't want to live in that world. I don't want to live in the world where I say, where I just convince myself it's pointless. Yeah. Fuck that. No way. Never stop fighting. Two governors ago, we had we had a Democrat. Yes. A Democrat governor. Yeah, let's not forget that before Mary Fallon, we had Brad uh, uh, Brad Henry. Brad Henry, yeah. And he's, he was pretty liberal. I mean, like, for Oklahoma? For Oklahoma, he was very liberal. Yeah. For me, he was pretty centrist. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, you're right. Um, anyway, album Rex. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm gonna go back to 2007 uh, for Ooh, a little album from 2007. No way! Yeah. Wow, nice. Uh, a little band called Minus the Bear. Oh, uh, yeah. They have since split up, but they were an amazing, amazing band. Uh, Planet of Ice, um, such a fucking good album, top to bottom. Um, really, really unique style. Minus the Bear had. Um, they're yeah. one of those bands that it's very hard to find another band to compare them to yeah. because they are very, very unique. Um, so yeah, check out Planet of Ice by Minus the Bear. Nice. Mine is also from 2007. It's got a Tulsa connection. This is a band that started in Tulsa and then had a little bit of uh, national success. They were on um, Conan, I think, at one point, and um, now it's um, mostly one guy. I mean, I think he lives in Seattle now, if I'm right. So they still make music every now and then, uh-huh. but the band is Aqueduct. Okay, I yeah. remember them. And the album from 2007 is Or Give Me Death. It was their second full-length album, I think. And Who's uh, the main guy in that band? Um, I'll give you his name real quick. Let me click on the bio here. Um, David Terry. Okay. Yeah. Aqueduct is the one-man band project of David Terry, originally from Tulsa, Oklahoma, after move to Seattle and the release of Power Ballads. Anyway, so Aqueduct's a great... Uh, you know, like indie band is what we called it in 2007, but yeah. like uh, just kind of quirky rock, kind of like pop power ballad, like I said there, just uh, but also like a great sense of humor to it. Like, nice, the lyrics are, are fun, but the music is always goes interesting places. And uh, sweet, I'm still building, I'm building this playlist for my birthday, which That's was right. this last week, and uh, I'm, I'm finding two songs from every year that I've been alive. and um, right now for 2007, they're both songs from that album. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm still like chiseling away right now, but like 
I love that album so much. Yeah. There was like no other songs that like fit right. I was that's the only fair. That's the only year where I had one album taking both songs. But it hey. might change. But hey, anyway. but if it is, if that's what it is, that's yeah, what it it's is. It's a great album. That's right. Go listen to it. Nice. Um, all right. Well, that's it for us this week. Um, <laughs> we will see you next week on Maximum News. Yeah. Maximum News is a production of OLA Ministries. All original music written, performed, and recorded by Kintz.